0: Welcome to A Healthier You, Little by Little. This podcast gives you insights and features various aspects of health, from sleep and stress to immunity, exercise, home workouts, energy, and performance. Here's your host of A Healthier You, Little by Little, Cindy Little.
1: Welcome back. I have such an interesting guest today. I can't wait to share who is here today. We have registered nurse Camille Lawson. She's a hormone and sexuality and health expert for over 30 years. She's passionate about helping people be their own health and happiness advocates. She believes that knowledge is power and we all deserve to be in the driver's seat of our well being. Hormones rules us, so it starts here. And The topic today is hormones, and is it the missing link? Well, welcome, Camille, to the show today. Thanks so much for having me, Cindy. I'm really excited to be here. Well, I would love to find out What, uh, what got you started in the hormone? I've I've heard a few of your talks on YouTube, and I've heard you in person, and you're just such a fascinating lady, you know, so much about sex and about hormones and, and, (laughs) and of course, sex is the big buzzword, right? And we'll probably get into that today. But tell me how you got started.
0: I know that once people hear I'm a sex therapist, it makes for good cocktail party conversation. That's for sure. You probably Uh, have a lot of girlfriends. I do. And it's it's fun. I I do have a good time with it. But I came I came, you know, like most of us, right, Cindy, I I really have ended up where I am and landed where I am now, you know, in a very um, a journey. It's always a journey. And I started as a registered nurse. And I worked in some busy, actually quite busy emergency departments. And I really loved all the crisis um, stuff. And I was, I'm a very calm person by nature. So I ended up at women's college hospital, which is quite a renowned hospital in Toronto. And from there, I got really involved in their sexuality program and their women's health program. And that's really where I fell in love with the whole counseling side of things and, and, and mindset and, and women's health. Absolutely. And so I went back to school when I had three very small young kids, I needed some sanity. And I went back and did a master's degree focusing on counseling psychology but specifically sexuality and relationship therapy so I did that for quite some time and I really loved being a therapist and I liked that I had the medical background as well and then as life would have it when I was about 39 I got literally hit overnight Cindy with PMS and I mean I had never had any kind of troubles in the hormone area just sailed on through and I I couldn't believe all of a sudden, like once a month for a few days, I became that person raging and crying. And I think the pinnacle one day came when a friend canceled a golf game and I burst into tears on the phone and I was sobbing and I was like, okay, who am I? (laughs) Because this was not me. And so from there really was born my fascination and really profound interest in hormones. And I quickly learned a lot. I've studied now hormones, I'm considered a hormone expert, I've taken quite a few courses. And what I've learned is that it really is the missing link to health. And probably more importantly, much as I love family doctors and deeply respect them for the breadth of knowledge that they have, they're really not taught much about hormones and nutrition. And the two really go hand in hand. And so, so many women I've found have been left floundering, trying to figure out what's going on with themselves, being given a lot of platitudes and prescriptions for different things when in fact, it's their hormones and so I've really made it I think now my life mission to educate you know about hormones and health and well-being and the interplay with sexuality and at the end of the day you know we have to be our own best health advocate and so knowledge is power and so that's that's where I'm at right now and I love it I feel like it's all come under one umbrella.
1: Excellent. Well, you've talked about cortisol and stress and how important that is, uh, like for weight loss, for sleep, for so many things. Where, like, how do you coach your clients when it comes to cortisol and controlling it?
0: Yeah, that's a great question, Cindy. And I think it's important, um, which most people wouldn't know, but cortisol, which is our stress hormone, is what we call a foundation hormone. Why? What does that mean? It means that cortisol actually affects every other hormone in the body, if it's out of balance, and let's face it, not just even now in what we've been dealing with in the last year in the world. But generally speaking, most women and men for that matter, too, their cortisol levels are very high for a long time, we all have so many stressors coming at us. And, you know, lifestyle techniques can only go so far, we all know them, you know, to try to manage our cortisol, the yoga and the meditation, and that's all well and good. But for the most part, my experience is cortisol is out of balance. And because our hormones are like a symphony, they're chemical messengers that speak to our cells. And it's like they have to be in harmony. And when cortisol is out of balance, it then affects you know our sleep hormone, our melatonin. It affects our estrogen levels, which is now our brain fog, our liver function. We're now not getting rid of the excess estrogen the way we should. It's affecting our sex drive big time. I mean, when you're stressed out and you're not sleeping and you're irritable and your estrogen's out of wax, now you have a dry vagina. Well, I'm telling you it's not conducive to a hot
1: hot sex life, right? vagina on my show (laughs) a dry vagina who the hell wants that right nobody wants that which is why
0: which is exactly why we have to get this under control and get that cortisol uh balanced and I and I love that you're laughing because it's the truth when we start to realize how interconnected all of these things are you know we tend to isolate things and we're like well I don't sleep very well and I, you know, I, I don't know where my sex drive went, but it's gone. We we tend to compartmentalize it not realizing that really, it is very interconnected. So yeah, cortisol is the one to start with.
1: Is there a test for cortisol, Camille? Like should, like, should people go to a doctor and say, Okay, I've got all these things happening. Uh, can they demand to have a certain test because I like uh, doctors kind of don't do all of the tests, you have to specifically ask for certain things, right? You really do. And that's also a great question
0: because some doctors actually are very dismissive and, you know, try demanding anything.
1: Yeah. They'll just, they just say, they, they're, like, bye. Get, no, get they're like, bye-bye. And they're like, here's age. your, pres- that's right. <laughs> it's like, what the hell kind of advice is that? Get used to it. You're aging, go to hell doctor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that is what they often say, or, Oh, she's, she's really difficult. Here's a prescription for Ativan. That'll Jesus. calm you down. Oh my God. And I'm telling you, you're laughing. That is more common than you know, or you're moody. Oh, you're depressed. You're not sleeping. Here's an antidepressant. Here's a sleeping pill. I mean, again, in all fairness, medical doctors, family doctors, specifically, they're trained in pharmaceuticals. That's what they know. So when I say and and teach about being your own best health advocate, I agree with you completely, Cindy, we need to Um, ask for what we want and that requires doing that due diligence so there are a few tests blood tests are completely unreliable as far as cortisol goes Uh, saliva tests where you're putting saliva into a two four times a day will test your cortisol morning noon late afternoon evening we really need to mark where it is to see if it's following the natural cortisol curve or not that's more reliable still not the best. The best test out there is called the Dutch test. It stands for dried urine um, compre- testing comprehensive hormones. It's just known as the Dutch test. Wow. And the Dutch test, family doctors won't know a thing about it. So if you really feel that your hormones are out of balance, and you're feeling absolutely awful, the best physician to find is an integrative physician. So that's a practitioner who's gone on to study hormones, nutrition, just sort of that whole breadth of of medical knowledge outside of the realm of the traditional but I'll tell you most people know you know if they're really it once you start to analyze it and and rate your scale of zero to ten when I ask a lot of women Cindy you'll say no I'm not really that stressed I don't think so I'll say well on zero to ten you know where would you put yourself well I'm I'm about an eight most of the time and when I tell them I said you're pretty stressed oh they're they're they've (laughs) looked So they're oblivious they're kind of oblivious and they don't really think that living at a at an eight or a nine or a have had some of say can I say 10 plus 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 you know they we take that for granted as being the norm when in fact we're not realizing what it's doing to our body until sometimes the symptoms are so um, blatantly interfering with our day-to-day life that then we're like oh mm-hmm. so what the, my point in that is that you don't have to get it tested. You could because you might want to, but you don't have to because there's a, you can start managing your cortisol without knowing the number.
1: Okay. So how, how would you start? Uh, Like what, when should you go to the doctor and what can you do before you go to the doctor?
0: I think before you go absolutely to start with some of the lifestyle, um, choices which is you know slowing down being quieter learning to say no in my therapy practice I sometimes actually take time to teach people how to say no and I know that sounds kind of crazy we don't need to learn how to say no but guess what we do in our north american culture we're so programmed to say yes and to get it done and to be workaholics and and you know we've all done it right juggle so many things so it really helps to practice saying oh no sorry no thank you no i couldn't do that I can't do that no that's not going to work for me and i counsel my clients not to um, give excuses because as soon as you give an excuse there's a way in the back door for somebody to try to get you to say a yes. So boundaries are very, very important. Um, As I said, the yoga, bringing in adaptogens, I like to start with nutrition and lifestyle first, you know, before you go looking at other outside interventions, so to speak. So nutritionally, adaptogens have long been used since the 60s. I don't know if you're Listeners are familiar with them. A lot of people have heard of maybe one or two things like ashwagandha, which is quite commonly known now. Maca is another one people know about, uh, ginseng. But there's a lot of other adaptogens that actually allow the body to adapt to physical and mental stress. And they're a combination of herbs, um, unusual herbs, things like rhodiola, shilajit is another one, and some mushrooms as well, the riche mushrooms. They're all adaptogens. So by um, somebody putting good quality adaptogens into their body every single day can really help regulate the cortisol and where you're really gonna feel the difference. It doesn't take away the stressors, unfortunately, but it absolutely can help with this, the, the way your cortisol is being managed in the body. So I would start there. The other one is vitamin C. We talk a lot about vitamin C. You know what? For immune system, for a long list of uh, collagen, our skin, um, our basically our overall health. Vitamin C is so important. But vitamin C, interestingly, supports our adrenal glands. Cortisol is being made. So it becomes really important to um, to support our adrenal glands so that they're functioning properly because they actually make all of our hormones. But if they're too busy making cortisol then they're not able to focus on making some of the estrogen and the progesterone and testosterone and thyroid and, you know, all the different hormones that we
1: need. Wow. Such great advice. I, uh, and I didn't actually know that about vitamin C helping the adrenal glands. It makes sense. It is such an important vitamin and it could be easily had in daily diet and a good, good multivitamin uh, that has vitamin C as well would be great advice for people wow, something simple like that. Like, so we're talking, you know, controlling your stress, we're talking adaptogens and a healthy diet, healthy lifestyle, slowing things down, saying no, like those are all, you know, I know that a lot of us know that, but yet we don't do it. Why the hell don't we? (laughs) (laughs) You know, well,
0: in part, because we're so busy, you know, and I think that's, that is part of it. And I think it's, That's why I emphasize what's really going on with the cortisol and how, I mean, at the end of the day, I think if we really embrace that, if we don't manage it, that really significant bad things can happen to us. So I think once we intellectually get that and realize on a visceral level that we need, we need to do this, you know, I need to do a little quiet reflection every morning or before I go to bed in order to Um, manage that. I think when you link your cortisol and your stress level to the health possibilities, for example, I mean, our immune system is is enormously affected by our cortisol levels. So medical studies show that typically before somebody has really significant diseases, things like cancer or, you know, big diseases, Um, they had big stressors in their life, sometimes just several years before, prolonged chronic stress. We know that burnout is really real. That's when our cortisol levels have been high for so long. And eventually those adrenal glands just can't do it anymore. They just can't churn out that cortisol 24 seven. So they shut down. And at that point, when you've entered into more of a burnout situation, Cindy, it's awful because you're exhausted. That kind of existential exhaustion where you wake up and you are so tired, you feel like you weren't even in bed, where you're tired all the time. And it's quite difficult to recover from that. It's possible, but difficult. So the thing is you don't want it to get to that point you know, and um, never before I think in the world has there been probably so much stress as what's going on right now. And so it's even more important Uh, for people to really embrace that they need to look after themselves in that area.
1: Perfect. Well, I think you've given us lots to think about today. Is there any last, uh, last things you want to talk about with hormones, or cracking the code or the missing link? It it is the missing link, is it not?
0: I really think it is because it's not just the hormones that we talk about, like cortisol and our thyroid function, thyroid is a hormone, insulin is a hormone, you know, blood sugar is a big thing. and, And that's all again, played out, with cortisol as well. So I think it's realizing we have actually 50 over 50 hormones in our body. So in many respects they are the missing link because they they do control absolutely everything that's happening in our body. So really worth paying attention I think to that aspect of our health and realizing that you know everything is interconnected and at the end of the day isn't it true I mean we want to be healthy and we actually want to be happy and I think you know happiness is is fundamentally, it's a human need, you know, it's, it's where we all want to be, right.
1: And there's
0: a lot to be said for our hormones and happiness.
1: Oh, I totally agree. Happy, happy wife, happy life. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I want to tell you guys that Camille is like, she's been in, in nutrition for a long time. She has such a great background. And if you are, if you have any questions, she does have a Facebook group and it's called crack the menopause code. So if you feel that you have some of those conditions that we talked about, or signs and symptoms, certainly reach out to Camille at uh, crack the menopause code. And she's got an amazing YouTube channel called embracing hormones.tv. So that's www. Embracing and I'm probably going to go listen to some of her things, and you, you know, some Good. more of her things. And I, I've known Camilla. How many years have we known each other? We kind of can maybe. Yeah, we, we both uh, partnered with the same company for nutrition, and uh, we both take adaptogens every day. So we do know the benefit of it. And we're both fairly happy people. I know that yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about your age, Camille, but uh, <laughs> I have no problem telling my age. And and I mean, I am 51. I don't have really any signs of of menopause yet or perimenopause as far as I know. And I believe that a lot of that has to do with adaptogens and and vitamins and things like we talked about. Absolutely. I mean, I just turned 60. I think I mentioned that to you. I can't so quite hard believe to that. <laughs> no, she does not look 60 at all.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't feel whatever 60 feels like. I, well, before the pandemic, I played tennis five times a week. I I feel great. I mean, I really do. I wake up every morning. I feel amazing. And it's interesting what you're saying. I actually didn't hit kind of that was menopause years myself until I was 56, um, which is later. I mean, uh, normal is considered really late 30s right through to 57 so you know we're right in the ballpark um maybe i'm on the later side but i agree i think adaptogens and putting the right nutrition uh, regularly in your body in our bodies makes all the difference it really does
1: wow well thank you again camille for coming out today and sharing your wisdom on hormones you are
0: most welcome it was my pleasure
1: bye everyone
0: thanks for listening to a healthier you little by little do you have a question about something you heard today? An idea for a topic, perhaps? Or would you like to reach out to Cindy? Send her an email, coach Cindy Little at gmail.com. Or visit her website at health That's health the number two wealth.ca. Or you can find Cindy on LinkedIn or Facebook as Cindy Little. Once again, thanks for listening.